seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this Welcome to Demetria Reads, where I have fun putting my voice to the written word to entertain you, inform you, and empower you. My name is Demetria Bridges, and I'm a Beantown girl who loves the power of her blueprint sound. And on this podcast, I narrate blogs, articles, poems, novel excerpts, anything that arrests my attention and moves me to pull out my vocal palette and start to paint. I'd love for you to subscribe, write a review, and of course, spread the word. Okay, let's get to today's inspiration. Here's a little inspiration from Corey McComb, a writer on Medium.com. Enjoy. How to Move Toward Your Mountain by Corey McComb. My favorite commencement speech is by the author Neil Gaiman. Titled Make Good Art, it's a simple call to action for creatives everywhere. But the part of the speech I find the most inspiring is when Gaiman gives the advice to always move toward your mountain. Gaiman's mountain was to become an author of books. And I knew that as long as I kept walking toward the mountain, I would be all right. And when I truly was not sure what to do, I could stop and think about whether it was taking me toward or away from my mountain. Neil Gaiman Knowing what your mountain is can be difficult. And once you see the peak, staying on the path can be even harder. But the biggest trap of all is staying on the wrong path for too long. The way toward your mountain is always shifting. The path that gave you the courage to start climbing in the first place might eventually become a dead end. That opportunity that made you feel like, hey, I can really do this last year might be the exact thing slowing you down now. A few years ago, leaving my full-time office job was my mountain. I didn't even care much then what I would be doing when I left. I just knew I had to do my own thing. I heard a smart person say, the average millionaire has seven sources of income. That sounds pretty good, I thought. I'll just do that. And so the side hustles began. I managed social media pages, built websites, ghost wrote, coached. I browsed the freelancer sites and sold my time to the highest bidder. I called these side hustles my life rafts. If my mountain was working for myself, I'd need seven life rafts to comfortably float away from the office-based 9-to-5 cruise ship. A funny thing happens once you tune your ears to hear new opportunities. You begin to hear them everywhere. My voyage to the mythical seven seas of side income didn't take long at all. I reached my goal quickly and quit my job. Success! Time to sit back and enjoy the view. Not so fast. My life rafts took a lot of work to keep afloat. More work than the full-time job. And because they were all side gigs and short-term, they were each built on a foundation of month-to-month uncertainty. I was also on my own, doing the type of work I already knew how to do and had a hard time finding time to learn new skills and ways to add arrows to my quiver. I also realized that that quote about millionaires didn't include the little detail of how most of the sources are passive income streams and that juggling seven freelance clients at a time wasn't actually going to provide the type of freedom I was craving. 
My mountain hadn't moved. I still wanted to work for myself and have more freedom to pursue writing, travel, and space to be curious. But the path that helped me reach the first peak on the journey was now leading me somewhere I didn't want to go. What once moved me toward my mountain was now taking me farther away. I made it my new goal to create one to two main sources of income that would allow me to work remotely, learn new skills, and still leave enough brain space to welcome new opportunities when they came along. Same mountain, new map. The hardest part during this transition was saying no to all the shiny new life rafts that kept floating by. Because I'd trained myself to find them, my world was flooded with opportunities that I would have once jumped at earlier in the year. And that's where Gaiman's advice became so valuable. For every new shiny opportunity that landed in my inbox, I could ask myself, is this still moving me toward my mountain? I said no to editorial jobs on magazine, proper jobs that would have paid Peppa money, because I knew that, attractive though they were, for me, they would have been walking away from the mountain. And if those job offers had come along earlier, I might have taken them, because they still would have been closer to the mountain than I was at the time. Neil Gaiman Everyone needs a mountain to climb toward. But when the path that started your journey turns out to be a cul-de-sac, don't waste time circling around. Don't be afraid to say goodbye to the opportunities that helped you take the first step. There's always a new trail around the corner, as long as you make space and focus your eyes toward the top of your mountain. And if you reach the top of the mountain and decide that the view isn't as nice as you'd imagined, just look towards the horizon. Find your next mountain peak and start moving. I hope you enjoyed today's selection and I hope to read to you again. I'll be reading a few times a week and would love to hear your thoughts. So leave your blueprint sound via a review and I'll catch up with you next time on Demetria Reads. <laughs>